Kerry Madsen is not in the Roth 83 Junior this weekend with the Dennis Roth Classic coming up. We'll talk about that, plus all the racing to check out over the next few days. Let's go. It's Friday, October 14th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. So I think we sort of quietly had a sprint car driver change this week. Out in California tonight and tomorrow, the NARC 410 sprint cars are at Hanford for the Anthony Simone Classic and Thunderbolt for the Dennis Roth Classic. Yesterday afternoon, Roth Motorsports tweeted out their driver lineup for the two nights as they're going to run two cars for the weekend. Kyle Hurst is set to drive one, which is not surprising as we've seen Hurst drive plenty of times for Roth before. Also not surprising, they're running multiple cars with Saturday's show dedicated to team owner Dennis Roth. The surprising thing is Kerry Madsen is not in the TRD-powered 83 car like he has been all season. Last Saturday night at Hanford, NARC ran the Maury Williams Memorial Twin 20 features, and Madsen was on his way to the victory in the first main event, but disaster struck late. With three laps to go, the Madman cut the cushion wrong in turn two and went tumbling. That handed the win to Corey Day, and Madsen was not in the field for the second feature. So for the next two nights, joining Kyle Hurst as a teammate at Roth is Tim Kading. Kading drove the Works Limited 57 a week ago for Kevin Kozlowski and Paul Silva and had some solid runs. DK just recently parted ways with Bates Hamilton and has his own interesting history with Roth Motorsports. So is Kerry out completely? Did he need a week off after that tough crash? We, we don't really know. Things are pretty quiet out of Roth about it. But I could be off base here, but I think that makes me think the two sides parted ways. Madsen joined Roth for the 2022 season to run a mix of races out west, plus premier shows around the country. He and crew chief Paul Baines took on the challenge of also helping TRD continue to develop their 410 sprint car engine. It seemed like a great fit following the year Madsen had with Tony Stewart racing and helping them continue to sort the Ford engine program. But it hasn't been an easy go for them. In 57 410 races around the country this year, the 83 Junior has just 10 top fives and 23 top tens with no victories. They have seven second place finishes with the last of those coming on Hard Knocks Friday at the Knoxville Nationals. That was also the team's last top five finish. In their last 10 appearances, they finished 13th or worse six times. And Roth Motorsports has a history of moving on from drivers quickly if they don't win and run well consistently, and that seems likely here. And if you want some idea of how many drivers Roth has had uh, through the years, they're actually selling a t-shirt this weekend that includes a list of all of them. It's a pretty extensive list. It's a shame for Madsen because he was really strong with TSR in 2021 and is definitely still capable of winning races. We'll see if TK can do better than what we saw from Madsen. Four races still remain for NARC this season. Willie Croft and Bud Kading are still within striking distance of Dominic Selzy for the championship. These two nights will be live over on Flow Racing if you cannot get to the racetrack. Before we move on, don't forget that decals are back in stock at shop.dirttracker.com. That includes the logo option plus two new choices, a sprint car decal and a late model decal. They are $5 each, and that price includes tax and postage. I've also got a sale running on some stuff, and remember, shipping is always free in the United States. You can grab some merch now over at shop.dirttracker.com. All right, let's whip around the country uh, and talk about the racing coming up over the next few days. We'll start with the final Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series weekend of the year. Two nights at Portsmouth for the Dirt Track World Championship are all that's left, and Tim McCready is on his way to -to back-to-back series championships. 
He's got a 215-point lead over Brandon Shepard and will basically just have to show up this weekend to claim the title. With that settled, the focus will really just be on the racing and the $100,000 winner's check on Saturday night. Ricky Thornton Jr. is the defending event winner, while Bishop took the big money in 2020. RTJ also has won at Portsmouth earlier this season and over the last couple of years has the best average finish of any driver with the series at the track. He could be the guy to beat with his history, and he's also been really solid as of late. RTJ is coming off a second place run at Talladega and has two top two uh, and has two finishes uh, of second in uh, his last three races. He's also run top five in four of his last six. So don't sleep on RTJ here coming up. If you can't get to Portsmouth, these two nights will be live over on Flow Racing. And just as a late model side note, the sellers owned double down team is without a driver for next year right now. Uh, you know, Hudson O'Neill in the car right now. He's moving on to the rock house car. And there doesn't seem to be any consensus about the pick as to who will replace O'Neill. Uh, in my comments over on TikTok, I literally have people arguing over who it will be. Some are saying it's Josh Richards. Then people are saying, no, no, it's Jimmy Owens. And others are saying, no, no, they're going to help out Brandon Shepard next year. You just got to love the, uh, the, the rumor, uh, rumor mill here on this stuff. Moving on, there's also big money out there for Northeast Modified competitors with the Short Track Super Series at Port Royal. Saturday's Speed Showcase main event will pay $50,000 to the winner, uh, and they could be near 60 cars for the next couple of days. Stuart Friesen is the defending event winner, and he could use a little boost with a win like this. It hasn't been easy sledding for that team in 2022. If you're going with momentum, though, that means Matt Shepard. He could win 50 grand for the second straight week, coming off the victory at Super Dirt Week. Uh, tonight's program includes 602 modifieds and 410 sprint cars, uh, with Saturday also having 602s and street stocks. Uh, you can watch all weekend long over on Flow, uh, Flow Racing if you are not headed for the Speed Palace. In the Midwest, the Outlaws have a two-race weekend with stops at I-80, uh, Speedway, and Lakeside coming up. Last week at Port Royal, David Gravel was able to take 28 points off Brad Sweet's lead, and with six races left, the advantage for Sweet is now 66. 66 points is basically 33 positions, so Gravel needs to average beating the Napa 49 by five and a half spots per night to pull even. Not impossible, uh, but I do think it will uh, definitely still be tough sledding here. Gravel is also a new dad with he and wife Jillian welcoming son Levi this week. Congratulations to them. Sweet and Donnie Schatz are the most recent winners uh, at I-80 with Gio Selzy bagging the last win at Lakeside. Following Saturday night, it's back to Williams Grove next week for the rescheduled National Open and then World Finals in a few weeks. Other open wheel action to check out this weekend includes the ASCS National Tour at Devil's Bowl Speedway. They've got just two weekends left to decide things, and right now Blake Hahn is in control over Wayne Johnson. We talked earlier in the week about Anthony Macri making his Silver Crown Series debut at the Bettenhausen 100. That race is tomorrow. And remember, that championship is tied right now between Cody Swanson and Logan Seavey with just two races left. And the Extreme Outlaw Midget Series has their final uh, two races at I-44 Riverside tonight and tomorrow. Zach Dom is trying to win the inaugural championship, and his win last night at Port City should help his cause. Dom was the eighth different winner in A races this year with Gavin Bochel, Taylor Reimer, Jay Davidizian, uh, Chance Crum, Michael Pickens, Chase McDermott, and Bryant Wiedemann, the other winners. If you want other late model racing this weekend, Chad Simpson is set to be crowned the MLRA champion. They've got two nights coming up at Tri-City. The Southern Nationals uh, has a previously uh, postponed 10,000 win race at Swainsboro coming up. The Rush late models are at Lernerville. Uh, and I-80 has late models on Saturday for $53,000 to win. 
Uh, drop me a comment. Let me know where you're headed this weekend, what you're going to be watching on the streaming services, maybe some win picks as well. Curious what you guys got going on. On the streaming schedule, we're just shy eight, uh, 20 shows uh, for this Friday with more to come over the weekend. That includes stuff on Dirt Vision, Fast 4, Flow Racing, Speed Sport, The Cushion, and XR+. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. By the way, big shout out to my mom for helping with the streaming schedule. That page takes a bit of work to bring you every day, and she has jumped in to help me with the workload. She's gotten a crash course in dirt racing and tracks and divisions, and she's really doing a nice job with it. So thanks, mom. Uh, that's it for the show today. Enjoy the dirt racing weekend. Please hit that like button and subscribe to the show if you do not do so already. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, I feel like we've been doing some really good stuff with the content lately. We had a, an awesome interview this week with Brad Sweet. The Daily Show has been really good. And appreciate all of the support and you guys tuning in all the time. It means a lot to me. So uh, thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, we'll be back on Monday for more Dirt Tracker Daily. <laughs>